Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment. Hello, and welcome to Champions of Psychology, a show with the goal of openly talking about mental health and gaming, presented by Codename Entertainment and TakeThis.org. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Twitch.tv slash Games, or later on your favorite podcast service, Mitra Jordan and Rafael Bucamazzo, a.k.a. Dr. B, talk about mental health in these unprecedented times, as well as how gaming affects us. If you're with us live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. And our topic today is resolutions, because we're back! It's 2022, and we're doing a new episode! And what's the best thing to talk about in the new year resolutions aka why we hate ourselves <laughs> but before yeah, we get so to we... why we hate ourselves who are you two for the fine folks who may not know <laughs> all right so i know it's gonna be me so i'm just gonna put on my top hat laura oh we're oh. doing hats <laughs> oh. I don't know that we're doing anything, but as soon as I put on a hat, oh. he puts on a hat. Listen, so. I, you I, know I, I, I only have, have a separate my, Tierra pocket dimension. I only have my yes. Star Wars baseball hat. All right, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Are you resolving to get some different hats? Just, just. I asking. actually am. Dr. Bay and I were talking <laughs> about that. Okay, that's, that's some. Yeah, that that's a good one. So I'm Nitra Jordan. Um, I'm a registered clinical counselor. I do counseling and psychotherapy in Victoria, BC. I work with adults, uh, families, youth, um, often with multicultural and also even pop cultural and gaming references while we're at it. So, Ooh. yeah, well-rounded over here. <laughs> also wearing a hat, people, please note. So, <laughs> Please note. <laughs> yeah. And over to my compadres here, well, the Tiarad one. Yes, <laughs> I am. I am Doctor B, and that stands for the best princess. Uh, <laughs> I, hey everybody, I, I am uh, Doctor Rafael Bocamazzo. I am a clinical psychologist here in the Washington State area. I'm known as Doctor B for long Italian name reasons. And they, uh, I am also the clinical director over at a great mental health nonprofit called Take This. You make sure to check out all the wonderful resources we have over there at takethis.org. And gosh, I'm just, I'm professionally around. I, I do <laughs> I'm professionally around. I like that. I mean, he's definitely not professionally a square, right? So that works. Mm -hmm. That's true. Among other things. I Sorry. Mean, if you, give, doing, if, you if you water me just right while I'm in a box and I grow and I can only, but yeah, no, we do that. But yeah, we're, yeah, yes, yes. I see. Yes. Coffee. Nia, you can call me Queen B. Queen B. 
<laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And, uh, and yeah, and I'm Trevor Bettis, the one who forgot to click record uh, before we started going, so I'm going to pull this audio from the uh, stream later. Hi! Hot uh, <laughs> My New Year's resolution is to remember to hit that record button more often. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're here to talk about resolutions because, again, it is the beginning of 2022. And, um, oh, actually, you know what I just realized? It's what also, did you just realize? It's also a year since we started this show. Today is our stream anniversary. It's not our stream anniversary exactly, but this is the month that we started Champion Psychology. Is. I believe it was January nineteenth. Uh, so, so, yes. so next Wednesday is our stream anniversary. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the show's been going for about a year now, and uh, and so what better way to ring in the new year as everyone else does or seems to do? Actually, <laughs> I kind of want to say. I kind of feel like people in 2022 are doing a little less resolutions this year. I've God seen a lot him. less posts about them <laughs> because people at this point are just kind of like, who's go- who's making plans? Who's making plans right who now? Who can make plans? <laughs> who? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a strange, I mean, it's such a strange time where, where, where so many people are realizing what what's actually important to them yeah. instead of and you're gonna I, I'm so I I, I kind of want to apologize to the chat in advance I am so cynical when it comes to New Year's resolutions I kind of because I, I for a variety of reasons but I, I feel like in 2022 this is the year people decided not to hate themselves in January bingo perfect yeah that's so- the best resolution right there. <laughs> Right there. That really would be. Well, my resolution for this year is to not hate myself. Um, <laughs> but but let's let's talk about this. You know, outside of the the scope of 2022. Who knows? Maybe you're watching this or listening to this in the far flung future when uh you know New Year's isn't just a. Well, here's another one. Um. So, <laughs> where do you all want to start with resolutions? Do we want to define what we mean by that? Even though we kind of jokingly been doing that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, th- that is tradition that we have to actually operationalize the terms that we're talking about. So I suppose we should. Um, in, right. in this case, New Year's resolutions, for those of us who are on the Gregorian calendar, um, that w- they, are the, they are the time of year, the birth of the new year, where we decide to some way to improve our lives or better ourselves or uh, improve things that we can do within the scope of our control in theory well, one hopes yes exactly we we don't always we're not always super clear on what is actually within the scope of our control or the mm-hmm. context in which we're operating which we will get to um but yeah it's when you decide this is the year that i Insert whatever it is open dream. right that's right that's right yeah absolutely yep this, I mean, I saw so, I mean, it's really interesting. I saw so many wonderful memes about it this year. <laughs> People just making fun of themselves for it. Like, I know I've said this for the last 15 years, but this is going to be the year I get my life together. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering what that means, actually. And as a yep. therapist, you'd think I'd have some idea. But, uh, well, well, but, but really, life isn't a thing you get together because it's, mm. an, it's an organic process. Yeah. 
and and life and is organic. an organic process print it ship it let's do that yeah awesome Send i mean in so many different <laughs> ways and so it's super hard to get an organic process together because by the nature of growing and changing and shifting things they sort of end up doing all that and then you're together just kind of you know no, we're going to have a biologist in the chat who's going to be like, that like... is my new YouTube channel. <laughs> Life is an organic process. You're welcome. Well, I, actually, I, I, do, I do have a question that I kind of want to pose here at the beginning. Have Have either of you had a time where you, you've got to the end of the year and you're like, oh, I actually did that resolution. I actually stuck with that. Or has has do you feel like every resolution you've set has just crashed and burned? I'm thinking I... of one. Huh. Go on. No, yes. no, no, please. No? Okay. Um, yes. A at one point, I wouldn't have called it exactly a resolution, but I remember thinking I need to be kinder to myself and, mm. and do more interrupting of that negative thought pattern that can crop more up. More interrupting. For all Got of it. Us. <laughs> <laughs> Is he really hearing me, Chad? <laughs> He's hearing opportunities <laughs> for jokes. Oh, uh, yeah, that he's doing. Yeah. So, no, but that works mm -hmm. much of the time. But you have to keep reminding yourself, okay, yeah, but I wanted to do that. I, I wanted to I wanted to stop the negative thinking. Yeah. Or I wanted to stop when I hear myself saying super critical things about myself, you know. But if the idea with the resolution is that you're going to do it and there's going to be... Um, Ah, this leads right into something we were going to talk about. Ooh. That's right. If the idea is that you do something without messing up, quote unquote, or relapsing or um, lapsing, and we want to get into relapsing and lapsing in a minute, then there's no way it's going to be successful because whenever we're trying to change a habit, we're trying to change something that's become kind of entrenched in our behaviors, right? And so if we're gonna, if we're gonna change something that is almost automatic, either a thought in my case there, or an action, then we are gonna find ourselves walking down that road from time to time. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna be a, wow, there's like electric fences now and I'll just never go in this direction. It just doesn't work like that when it's a mental process. Mm -hmm. So- Well, yeah, and so, one of the things that um, I, I, I have talked with people about in clinical practice in years past has been, and you know, even ongoing, is the idea that often our goals are nebulous. Mm. And, we, and we don't know when we cross the finish line. So when somebody says, I'm gonna get my life together. Okay, what does that mean? How, <laughs> what, what does my life together really want to you know what does that look like and my life together it, is a great sitcom coming this fall <laughs> it's such a big statement right. my life my entire life all of it together yeah no no my entire <laughs> life i'm gonna fix it the entire collection of things that make up my existence will be fixed no it doesn't work that way because when it's that that multifaceted and that that, that vaguely defined, you will never know when you cross the finish line. Mm -hmm. it, you, you actually just made me realize the, I, I do actually have a resolution one time that I did meet and it's because it had a very defined goal. Um, mm. I, I think it was. Teach me senpai. I think it was 2017. 
no, 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 2018. That I, that I said, uh, no, 2019. It just keeps going. Uh, 2019, I said, I'm going to write a book this year. Uh, and I did. I finished it in November. Um, and I started it in January because I said this, and that was when I was working soul sucking job. So writing was going a lot slower. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was the one time I think I've actually set a goal during the new year that I did end up reaching. And it was, and I can say I did it because there was a defined end point when I, when I hit the end, there it was. <laughs> that's a really impressive goal though. Mm-hmm. I say that because like, that's still a pretty big thing, but I do see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It was defined. It was clear. You knew what you were looking for. You didn't, it sounds like, um, I don't know about a review or a process, but you were just like, I'm going to write it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. assuming that you're not saying I'm going to write a perfect book, right? Oh yeah. Clear that you wanted (laughs) to get beginning, middle and end. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't have a lot of judgment, or did you, about the book itself or how it was going? He's a writer. Of course he has judgment. <laughs> yeah, let's be I mean, honest. I've hated silly. every single word I've ever written. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but you still wrote it. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, well, admirable, well, and, and like, for sure. And, and I mean, like, one of my favorite quotes about writing is, I don't like writing. I like having written. And that was yeah. very much the case, where, like, afterwards, I was like, oh, I did that thing. That feels really good. And I, di- and I set a goal at the beginning of the year. I did that. That feels really good. Well, and you bring up a really good point, Trevor, because the, you know, never in my life have I encountered someone who said, I want to practice an instrument. They have said, I want to play an instrument. And it's all of those intermediary steps of daily habitual change that they don't take into consideration. And I mean, let's, let's take the ever classic example of I'm going to go to the gym more. Or I'm going to oh, yeah. go to the, I'm going to, I love this one. <laughs> You're calling I'm going to wake man. up early. I'm <laughs> oh, going to do God. this before work. Oh God. I, oh, no, no, I'm no, going to no. be at the gym by 8 a.m. Stop calling me out. Man, three me. times a week. <laughs> the least morning person there, ever. <laughs> I, I did it this morning. I'm proud I did. of you. I'm I did. proud of you. But, I am. But, but people don't think about the intermediary steps when yeah. they say these things because, okay, cool. You're going to be at the gym at 8 a.m. three times a week. Does that mean you're going to go to bed an hour earlier? Nope. Does that mean you're going to move some things from your evening around? Hard pass. Oh, no. <laughs> Does it mean you're going to realize that in order to get at the get to the gym by 8 a.m., you have to drive there or walk there? Won't even yeah, no, my it. sense of time doesn't work like that. Mm-mm. Well, no, we're all no- <laughs> I mean, we've got ADHD <laughs> autism. We don't do that. When um, it's time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but people people have this when people often set these goals it's uh like i'm gonna do this one discrete thing not recognizing where it fits in the system that they're gonna have to change mm-hmm. in order absolutely. to do this absolutely and that's where they often start to fail at these things yeah yeah Okay, I have to take this off. It's super distracting. <laughs> I was honestly okay. enjoying the hell out right. And I thought oh, about, no. I, I really hope the thumbnail on YouTube has both of you in it and me not, because I think that'd just be great. Um, so yeah, what one of the things, and, and we've, we've been dancing around a little bit, but one of the things that we, one of the main topics that we wanted to hit on about it was the, the, the why, why is it that you, 
what 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 do we say here? And that's why you fail. <laughs> that is why you fail. Yeah. yeah. So so the biggest what I hear you saying as well is like if you are making or creating some kind of goal that you want to act on, then the last thing you want to do is put all kinds of hurdles in place. So if I were to say I wanted to go to the gym, I would never expect myself to do it first thing in the morning because that's just crazy talk, thing one. And thing two, I've set myself up for failure the very yeah. first day, right? Mm -hmm. Because we have the hurdle of getting out of bed, getting out of bed early, getting out of bed, doing something before work of any kind. <laughs> like, There's a before so work? They, I know. <laughs> I didn't know it existed time. either. That's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> or mooch around the house with your cup of tea in your pajamas time, you know, oh, whatever. I know it's such a good time. Why would you ruin it by getting exercise right then? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, actually, actually, can I interrupt you for a second, Mitra? Anytime. <laughs> and you do. No, <laughs> I know. I Okay. Again, the neurodivergence runs rampant in this crowd. Okay. Yes. <laughs> There's, a, yeah, no, three impulsive people on one show. There's going to be interruptions. <laughs> but um, you mentioned, <clears throat> you mentioned, that um, the first time you're doing it, you get up and you don't anticipate all these obstacles. Uh, one pattern that I see from people very frequently is the first time they do it, it's enough of a novelty to overcome those obstacles. Mm. Yeah, It's sustaining that. This is why- Absolutely. Yeah, this is why we have people at the gym for like the first two weeks of January. Yep. It's novel and interesting enough that they're able to do it um successfully for a bit yeah yeah so one of the and, and actually that does point to one of the possibilities for success in terms of changing a habit um often the first two or three weeks are also hard but because they're novel like thinking about it if if it's exercise right um you might certainly feel some aches and pains oh, when yeah. you initially start to exercise some discomfort if your body is for about used 72 to it, hours afterwards go you on might think you're dying you know all the rest of it right but so you've been there while i've run uh, while i've run <laughs> so all right yeah you've watched me lift weights yeah <laughs> so uh so so really i think that if we can actually use that novelty period correctly for ourselves, um, then we have a chance of getting through that first period that stuff. But the bit that gets in the way is what and how mm -hmm. do I make room for any new habits I want to create in my yeah. life? Um, so for example, when people say, I want to quit smoking, my first question with clients is going to be, what are you going to do instead? Yeah. And we've talked about the self-care tool belt. We've talked about mm -hmm. coping strategies. And this is where all of those become really useful because if you're not going to do the coping strategy that has worked for you as well as being a source presumably of pleasure and a way to take a break, you still need pleasure, you still need breaks and you still need coping tools. So if you're not going to smoke, what are you going to do? Yeah. And what, what panoply of things... Gosh, I love that word. What, what panoply can we reach for? I know it's underused, yeah. but so we need we need like an entire tray full of options to try if we're not going to do the thing because going outside and taking a walk might work with your coffee to go or something day mm -hmm. one when you're trying not to smoke, right? I don't know if it's going to work on the second day. You know, it might work fine yeah. on the fifth day, but you need a number of things to be able to pull out. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. And a big piece of it, if you're trying to change the habit, is why are you doing the habit in the first place? So some understanding about what led to the development of the habit is useful. Mm -hmm. So for instance, I did smoke at one point in my life when I was about 18 or 19. And I was working in the restaurant industry. Oh yeah. And every you chef smoked while in the restaurant industry, I'm shocked. No one does that at all. I know. And then you know what? It's it's way worse if you're a pastry chef. And then when I gave up smoking, I developed this good amount of solid judgment about people who were in pastry who smoked because the flavors are much more delicate. How are you going to properly taste vanilla, people, or lemon, <laughs> or raspberry? Mm. Come on. So, so, you know, I had started to have some issues with that. But the point is, anyone who gives up a habit successfully gets overzealous for a while. Please keep this in mind for your friends who are not going to the gym while you are. Just saying. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're talking about overdoing it. And what what because what people don't often think about is the fact that, that that this is a habit change this is a behavior change this is a routine change that you're trying to that most people are trying to engage in when it comes to new year's resolutions and routine changes take time mm -hmm. they are they need the ability to overcome obstacles because there will be obstacles anytime we change a behavior the universe will fight back okay it finds a way to fight back and Absolutely. we have to, we have to figure out how to overcome those obstacles, how to problem solve those obstacles in a way that we don't get down on ourselves. And this is, this is what I think one of the biggest, the biggest hurdles is when it comes to successfully enacting new year's resolutions. And that's, what's called dichotomous thinking, which means mm -hmm. all or nothing. It's black and mm -hmm. white thinking mm -hmm. that you either do it completely or you're an utter failure and there is no in between. And mm -hmm. Trevor has a great Trevor! example of this. Sh should I, should so I name the, uh, the, 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 the thing? It doesn't, it actually doesn't okay, matter yeah. which one it is. So, so essentially there was a, a, a diet that my wife and I went on. Uh, this was before uh, our wedding, and we were like, you know, we're we're, we're doing the wedding thing. We're we're gonna get all good looking for our wedding, um, and so we we did this this diet that uh, we'd heard good things about, and <clears throat> it sounded fine and whatnot, and we we started doing it. But the the thing that man, it really sucked about it was eventually it got to the point where every day, like all of our thinking all day was how what are we gonna do for the next meal. Um, can we prep cook stuff? Eh, sort of. And because of the, the strictness of the diet, that wasn't as easy to do. And then it also made it difficult when it was just like, hey, we're all going out to dinner and literally <laughs> nothing there we could eat at is like, uh, is that a potato? Oh no, I can't have that. Um, and so that that kind of sucked about it, but it, but the the main big problem was the diet straight up said if you have something that's not on the diet, you failed, start over. Yeah. And that's that ridiculous. Blows my mind and it yeah. is so unhealthy yeah. because if you think because the I think what you told me is that you you faltered, yep. not failed, you faltered. Yep. On one day out of 30 on, in a month. On one bite. On one bite on one day out of 30 in a month, which if we frame it a little differently, you had a 97% compliance rate with changing a behavior. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. 
That and I actually is, stuck with quite a bit of it afterwards. Well, that's incredible. If yeah. you can change your behavior in 97% of situations. It's Sorry. amazing. Abyssal said any diet that removes potatoes is terrible. Potatoes are perfect. I love potatoes. You. Are. <laughs> I love potatoes. They're but my it, favorite. Pota- no, no, we can get into a whole. I yeah, think Mitra yeah. and I could have a whole Mashed, show about potatoes. Scalloped, oh, yeah. Fried. Oh, it's going to turn oil, into freaking Hobbiton over here. We're just we're going to be boiling. But anywho. Potatoes. But, <laughs> but no, that, think about that. As t- in terms of behavior change. Okay, Mm -hmm. if I had somebody who came into my office and and said, hey, I'm trying to change my behavior and I've been successful with it 97 percent of the time. But boy, am I a failure? I'm going to be like, this is not the issue we have to discuss. Okay, that's right. That's right. And that and that's where so many people get stuck that if I lapse it is a relapse. It is a total failure. And I have to start over. No, it's a hurdle. Yeah. And it's again, 97%. Yeah. That's an A. And luckily I I had my wife there because I was, I was so in the mindset that I was pissed and I was upset with myself and I'm like, I got to start over. And like, I was just so angry. And my wife just goes, no, you, you don't, you didn't know it was there. You made it. There was impossible for you to know just move on it's fine and like it took me literally the rest of the night to get out of that mindset because i'd been in it for like 20 days already right yeah and we talked about this and i i think i brought up the idea of that being orthorexia and so that's it that's um, i get a vocab word (laughs) you know the vocab word so orthorexia is this idea of clean eating or eating right and as we know this can be vegetarian or vegan, um, only plant-based or whole foods plant-based. It can be um, even a carnivore only diet or a paleo, or, you know, it comes by many names and it comes in many forms. But the idea behind it is you should only eat this and none of these other things. You should definitely only eat carnivores. Right? (laughs) There we go. Solves everything. Um, anyway, so yeah, you, you, and so this idea of like orthodoxy essentially around your eating creates a whole lot of anxiety. And it's all about anxiety and control, which anyone who's known me in this podcast knows is going to come up once or one time or another. But so, yeah, it's the idea that I can, this is all I should eat. And so then the anxiety around, I got it wrong. Yeah. Right. And so whenever we're trying to change a habit, for sure, we're trying to do it right. Yeah, that's a piece of it. And so if things go pear shaped sideways, whatever you want to call it, then there's this. Oh, fine, then I'll just have eight cookies now. Fourteen pass the chips. Right. But that, of course, again, plays into the other side of that black and white thinking. One side is like I cannot deviate from the path. And the other is, well, now that I've deviated, all hell breaks loose. So the entire forest is my friend or enemy. Who cares? We're going. Mm-hmm. So, and that's neither, <laughs> neither option is particularly helpful in the long run or to your mental health or to yeah. your, you know, sense of self. Oh yeah. No, like we, we, we came out of that, that diet and I'm just like, Hey, I'm happy, really happy with the results. I'm really happy with the, uh, some of the things that we, we changed about our eating <laughs> COVID saw to say and screw to that. Um, but, uh, it, it I, I said at the end of it, I'm like, I'm really happy with the results of it. I would never do that again by the mm-hmm. books because that yeah. was terrible, but 
Yeah. Well, this idea again, this idea that it's all or nothing, that if you if you ate one bite accidentally that was off the diet, that somehow you are a failure. Again, it's it, it were in terms of creating long-term behavior change, I I like to look for upward trends. Okay. And upward trends meeting it means an oscillating pattern because there's going to be setbacks and anticipating those setbacks or not anticipating those setbacks and not having compassion for those setbacks is where a lot of people falter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we want to look for those, again, upward trends of behavior. I know there was an article that Mitra and I, and I think you, Trevor, have read that has the title of it was so perfect for so much of this. And that's no zero days. Mm, yeah. yeah, I think it was, yeah, no, no zero days or no more zero days. And it, it was, it's, it sounds like black and white thinking, but it's actually the opposite of it because mm-hmm. the idea is do one good thing for yourself. Mm-hmm. So yep. if there is a habit or something you're working on, great, do one good thing, then it's not a zero day. Then yep. you've done a thing. And, mm-hmm. and the, the time that I was actually able to get into going to the gym, um, I remember telling myself better than nothing. Mm-hmm. It, whether I went for a half an hour and was just on the treadmill, um, whether I walked there and back and lifted a few weights, yeah. if that was my goal at the time, then any little thing yeah. was better than nothing. But- because when we're working towards something positive, even if it's small, it actually does play into feeling good. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, one of the things on one of my other shows, uh, writing about dragons and stuff, uh, it's not stuff. Um, we, we one of the things that we try to do at the end of the episode is we we talk about our word count, and that was originally started as kind of an accountability thing of like, okay, we'll we'll say what our word count is for the week, and then we'll check in the next week to see how it goes. But one of the I think one of the nice things that's come out about is we don't hit our word count every week like there's totally been weeks where we're like tied even getting close and i think that's good for people to hear that are listening to it because i know mm-hmm. when i was uh the baby writer i was my word count was like if i didn't hit it i was pissed mm-hmm. and because you're somehow a failure it's yeah like you didn't, exactly you, it's like you didn't do anything yeah exactly. i know you wrote 1900 words out of your 2000 but trevor that's as good as nothing i literally had that day but uh let's take a quick break to remind our viewers and listeners of our disclaimer and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about resolutions champions of psychology is meant as education and entertainment it is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment. Okay, so uh, we're actually going to start off uh, this next part because uh, we already had it in the notes to talk about, but Garwar asked earlier in the show, so how do you successfully make a resolution and stick to it? 
So never you make resolutions. That's how you do it, you know, <laughs> because like I said, if you can't do everything perfectly, it's may as you may as well not so, do it at so all. So what you're saying is you take my friend's advice on how to beat Dark Souls, <laughs> which is don't play Dark Souls. <laughs> I have been doing that since Dark Souls was released. I have Me successfully too. avoided I have not playing beaten it. it. I haven't even started it. I know that's nothing. A, I have never failed at Dark Souls. Because that's right. I, that's the perfect record. <laughs> But yeah, seriously, how, how what, what advice do we have or like even experiences that we have with it? I, I, want, I want to reiterate that that no zero days that it, it the idea that that anything is better than nothing in terms of self-improvement. And I, I, I had to remind myself of that today. I ran into some invisible obstacles. I go and use um, in the morning. I go and. Uh, use the elliptical at a friend's place because I'm not going to the freaking gym Heck right now. No. Um, so I use the elliptical at a friend's place and I go there early. Well, there was some remodeling they were doing and some software had to be reinstalled. And I lost a lot of the time I had planned for doing that. And I was, you know, I was getting down on myself. Like, uh, I mean, is it really even worth doing it today? Yes. Yes, it was. I only got 20 minutes in of the 45 minutes that I had planned. But that 20 minutes was still better than nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is, I can say I did something. You know, I didn't skip out entirely. I did something and I feel better for it. I feel more empowered for it. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one that no zero days. Something is yeah. better than nothing. It's not all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I learned this some time ago um, about cleaning because. Um, having little kids and having a house that gets chaotic um, because it's so easy, especially if you're not the only one who puts things in their place. If there's lots of people taking things out of their place. In fact, it feels like as you're putting things in, there's people behind you, a lot smaller than you, taking things out. (laughs) And that's what it felt like. And so I learned that it's okay just to clean one thing or it's okay just to declutter one drawer, or it's okay to, as you're getting ready for the day, give a swip, quick swipe to the bathroom sink, um, or to learn to wash the shower when you're in there one morning. And instead of having an expectation of like, I'm gonna clean my house, or even I'm gonna clean this one room, I learned, I'm just gonna clean this one thing. And then if I get a chance later on, I'll I'll, uh, swab out the sink or I'll do some dishes. But five minutes here and there, it turns out really adds up to a place that feels like a little bit better to live in instead of if I thought I have to declutter this entire room or it's time I get started on the basement, which you don't want to visit my basement right now. It does have a lot of things. Um, So, you know, if I think of it in those terms, I immediately move into a sense of overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's how how do I um, manage myself so that I don't go into overwhelm, but can still get something done? Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's I wanted to go on a one hour walk today, but that's not happening. But if I can just go around the block yeah. or if I can put on some silly YouTube video like um you know, like there's actually some really great ones for yoga or for dance and fitness and stuff. And by the way, I'm the most uncoordinated dancer in the world and it's ridiculous. But if I can put that on for 10 minutes and do a bit of moving, if that's my mm-hmm. goal, 
And I'm not suggesting any of these things are anyone else's goal, but if that happens to be mine, which it kind of isn't right now, but last year it was, um, you know, that was great because that kept me doing a little bit and feeling like, okay, I've done a thing. Mm -hmm. And that's the idea. Yeah. Well, and that's... There's there's something we haven't really overtly addressed, and that's individual differences, because this yes. this plays into a lot of things um, that, you know, what my capabilities are may not be somebody else's capabilities. And we've we've certainly talked about this, especially in regards to neurodiversity. Um, you know, I'm autistic. I've talked about it many, many, many times, you know both of y'all struggle with ADHD. And so all of our capacities are different than other people's. Mm -hmm. And um, social comparisons when they're done right can be helpful and healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when we're shaming ourselves and I'm going to say that I'm going to say this, I grew up Catholic. I am a connoisseur of shame. <laughs> all right. I, I can, I, I have shame in various flavors. There's old Testament and new Testament. All right. <laughs> they, they taste different. And one tastes I, like I'm red wine, one tastes like a vanilla wafer. Uh, <laughs> Yes, sacrilegious. Um, but the, 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 the idea, shame can be a great short-term motivator, great short-term motivator, um, but it's <laughs> hurtful long-term. Definitely. Yeah. Reinforcers and empowerment work way better yeah. as long-term motivators for that. I can look at what I did this morning and know I felt good despite the fact that I had to spend half an hour in reinstalling all this software on the elliptical and problem shoot, you know, uh, troubleshooting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I still got 20 minutes in Yeah, mm -hmm. and I can feel empowered by that. That, that, that's one that I got to get over with, with reading. I, I feel like if I don't sit down and I read like 50 pages, then it's not even worth it. Uh, I, that, 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 that's one that I'm going to be like, just, just read something, just read a little bit. That it's not really resolutions. I'm just trying to do that. <laughs> I made a reading journal and everything. Oh, yeah. And a little bit still is reading. Yeah. Like some days are just busy. Yeah. Some days just have you doing other stuff. And this is the thing that, you know, I will share that. So my plans for this year got super derailed. So the beginning of the year, I've taken a little bit of extra time off before going back to my practice. And I was really looking forward to being able to do a bit of sewing, having a bit of quiet time. Um, last Monday was super blissful because I had energy and I had time and it felt really good. And then the cat got super sick. And then the cat had to go in for surgery. Mm -hmm. And then a horrible um, mistake was made. Um, and the cat nearly died and had to be resuscitated. Okay. Yeah, cat's okay. cat's okay. Cat's okay. Yes. Cat's okay, Chad. Don't worry, yeah. folks. Cat's okay. The, the story ends well. The cat is I home. would have cut her off way earlier. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> oh, cat's I'm okay. Sorry. Cat's okay. I should have started with that. The point is the week was derailed. And... Um, and whenever we get derailed in that way, it can be really difficult if we were counting on something um, to either nurture us or to be able to get done with, you know, this is the week I'm going to declutter, we say to ourselves, for example, yeah. which we didn't say over here, people, just so it's clear. But if we had, right, mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, my goodness, now... I can't do anything. And we all understand this so well because COVID derailed so much. And yes, chat, the cat is okay, which is kind of miraculous and amazing yeah. and a testament to this cat's will to live. And yeah. it's many, many lives, probably more than nine at this point. But so, yeah. It's like, it's like the doctor. They, they, they got uh, permission from the council to get a few more in there. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, can we can we take a left turn back to motivators? Yeah. Yes. So um, one thing I, I would love to leave the chat with is in terms of vocabulary here. Negative reinforcers are actually a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. A reinforcer is anything that makes you repeat a behavior more often. And another word for negative reinforcement is relief because you're taking away a, a, some sort of noxious condition in your life. So if you've got a headache, you take a medication to remove the pain, that's a negative reinforcer. And the same thing can be said for various habits that we're trying to change. If, mm-hmm. some, if you're reminding yourself uh, that it's helping you take away something obnoxious in your life, that's a negative reinforcer, but another reinforcer is reward, positive reinforcement. And that can come from you. That can come from other people. I love praise from my friends. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I, if I didn't become a psychologist, I would have become an actor. I love an audience. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> um, and praise goes a long way for me, especially for if it's from somebody I respect. Mm-hmm. Just a simple, good job. I'm proud of you. I know it was difficult. Well done that you did those 20 minutes of exercise when I know how much you hate doing cardio. Mm-hmm. And it, exactly. uh, the reinforcement, it goes so much further than shame does in terms of long, long-term behavior change. Yeah. Exactly. And if we can learn to positively reinforce ourselves as well, and being able to share with friends who are positive and supportive in that way, and who move towards the positive reinforcement in that way, uh, versus the shaming. So I think we wanted to briefly address technology and sometimes how it plays into this at one point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to learn so, so much vocabulary today here here what <laughs> hey chat. I was about to say hey class, you're about to learn so much vocabulary today. <laughs> the class. Um yeah, uh there's been more and more uh <laughs> more and more popular articles about what they call the nocebo effect or mm-hmm. the nocebo effect. And that's if you have negative expectations about something and how it influences your health. As opposed to placebo, Mm -hmm. which is you have positive expectations about how something might improve your health. Mm -hmm. And we all know about the placebo effect. So this is like the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And what's interesting is that there, there, there are people who document this cycle. And this is something I've talked about in clinical work multiple times. And that's um, for a lot of people, it works this way that if you have this negative appraisal of yourself, like I'm, I'm a failure or I'm, you know, I'm a loser, or, you know, whatever negative self-talk you have, and it zaps your motivation to do something. And then miraculously, when you think terribly of yourself and it zaps your motivation, you don't do the thing. And then it confirms your initial appraisal of mm-hmm. yourself. And then it just goes around and around and around. And so a lot of times what I've done in clinical work and I, what I know Mitra has done is find the, the place in that cycle to where can we interrupt the easiest. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just doing a thing because mm-hmm. I did the thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I, I'm a big, uh, big, I, I, I 
love the the do the thing in most stuff because like with podcasting I literally went from one day not having a podcast to the end of the day having a podcast because I just recorded something and I put it out and people listened to it. And I said, I did a podcast. And so I just kept doing it and then learning along the way. Um, and, yeah. and, and and like, I'm not going to say that that works for everything. Like just diving into the deep end isn't always the way to do it. But yeah, the the just trying it, at least for me, works really well. Like over the break, I bought a MIDI keyboard. And I was like, I, I, I know, I, know, I bought a mini keyboard because I was. Are, are you going to sound like T Pain by the end of the next season? No, I, I was uh, thinking about making music for more podcasts. <gasps> um, but anywho, uh, <laughs> the thing is, but with that, like, I don't know how to play. I, I remember taking piano lessons when I was a kid, and the teacher just going, I, "I'm not going to teach you how to play every Legend of Zelda Ocarina song on this piano, okay?" Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, what I realized is what I, I'm gonna do is because I, I have an app that I could that I could learn some piano stuff from. But what I, instead what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna hook it up to GarageBand and just start hitting things. And that's how I, that's how I best learn it stuff is to just start making something and get better and better and better at it. But like sitting there and having something be like this is how you play this chord doesn't work as well for me. Uh, 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 you in the back? Oh, oh yep. yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Another point for motivation: social support. <laughs> totally. Hey, hey, Trevor. Yes. Hey, Trevor. Yes. You want to arrange some rehearsal time between you and me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna learn the accordion, <gasps> and you're gonna work on the MIDI keyboard. Yes. Done. Deal. Perfect. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, social support is so great for so many things. The other day when I was actually doing a bit of decluttering, I, a friend and I, we both had to do things that we were really not in the mood to do. And and no, it was great. She no, did no, a I, bunch I, of I laundry and put some stuff away. Because like, Lauren in the chat put, Trevor, we will collaborate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Sorry, what, what were you saying there, Beatrice? Oh, I was just saying the same thing goes for tasks we don't feel like doing as well as tasks we're a little intimidated by that mm -hmm. we want to do. Um, just having someone to do those things with you or just accompany you while they do their thing. Because mm -hmm. you've been doing this for a while, Dr. B, with the studying. I remember when you were doing that mm -hmm. and you kind of helped me encouraged... pass my licensure exam. Absolutely. I, I, barely, I don't really remember taking it. It's kind <sighs> of a blur. I get I don't that. blame you. I've been there. Yeah, they're all a blur, but uh, but yeah, it's like taking it slow as well, one step at a time. You started, you put out a podcast, you just gave it a go, mm -hmm. um, and now look at you. So, but it takes time. It's like I feel like this is what often gets lost in terms of people um, accomplishing their bigger goals. Like, I think about. Um, my studies or my masters or any of those things and if i look at them as a kind of whole it's like oh my god how'd i manage that yeah yeah <laughs> really? no. but but it's like it's all the little things it's every course it's every assignment it's all the smaller steps yeah you're saying it's all the small things <sighs> it's all the small things oh no 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 what have i said often <laughs> now <laughs> the chat uh, chat's just gonna be the entire oh, lyrics god. of it um okay surprises um, let you know i care Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. We're, we're going to check <laughs> no, with, the, with the viewers real quick. Yeah, uh, let's do that. <laughs> v uses in the chat. No. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't heard a say it ain't so. I know. 
But I'm going to tell you, I will not go. I will not go. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, this is this is from uh, Loki Grommel. Grom? Gromrel? Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Sorry, I always mess up everybody's name. Uh, the resolution, uh, a thing that you can do but forget about in a month or two, then remember it in April, and then hate yourself for not sticking to it. Yeah, yes. yeah, no, that I, I agree with this assessment. Yeah. Wait, is that what we're talking about today? And that should be in the, the Merriam-Webster oh, no, Dictionary. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Lurking Writer says, uh, incremental change in a positive slash upward direction. Hmm. I feel like uh, th there's a relevant video game <laughs> to that topic, but I can't remember what its name is. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's a little bit. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Maybe, maybe there's a code somewhere in the chat that you can work on with it uh let's see um non-bread loaf uh i set a vague goal of improving my art uh while i may not allow i may not always be in the mindset to get the artwork done but it's something i can do when i get to it yeah absolutely yeah. practice makes perfect it's a the, the saying i hated hearing as a child but is a thousand percent true <laughs> uh let's see uh, Gleam Spirit uh, says, "I also struggle with uh, the uh, acclamation of all I uh, acclamation of all I want to achieve. I have a job, a master's, a uh, starting uh, starting therapy. Uh, oh, they are starting therapy. Uh, wanting to lose weight. Everybody is capable of all these things at the same time, right? Right. So why can't I? Uh -huh. <laughs> and that and uh -huh. that's yeah. and that's a, and that's the thing, like." What, one of the things that gets jokes and gets thrown at my way all the time is I will say the the thing, I have an idea, and someone will respond with, and what's the podcast about? Um, where, like, yeah, I just keep wanting to make all of these things, and I don't necessarily get rid of things to do those new things. <laughs> and uh. that is a problem, like we've talked about, where it's like, okay, you're going to uh, quit smoking. What are you going to put in uh do in reverse but the other thing is is like i'm gonna add this new thing to my schedule okay what are you going to take away because exactly. i can't get right. through my head i'm only awake for a certain number of hours per day <laughs> oh adhd we love you so uh -huh. this yeah. is why i wear I... bow ties fezzes and right. drive a boxy blue vehicle <laughs> what i i do want to touch on the idea of perfect because i think we can get really hung up on that mm -hmm. perfect um and i think we what we want to strive for is good enough. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because good enough gets things done. Um, whereas perfect can actually lead to you feeling quite unfinished about a task or a thing that you want to do. Um, and sometimes it's okay to say good enough, even if it's good enough for now mm -hmm. and step away and feel like, yeah, I did a thing. It's okay. You know, because it's this, it's again, the incremental nature of change that is most beneficial to long-term change. Mm -hmm. Flawless explanation of perfect. Why, Flawless thank you, victory. thank you. All right. <laughs> Flawless. Flawless definition. There's no such thing except for this hat. If it was flawless, it would stay on my head. Audio listeners, you, you got to go to the, the, the YouTube and check, but check it's out. A good the hat. Hat. It's a good hat. I thought I made a mistake once, but it turned out I was wrong. <laughs> I heard that from my grandfather like every other day. <laughs> you know what? There's a point where old jokes become so old they're, they're so new to good. people. They're I quoted so The Simpsons and so, and when I said sacrilegious and people are like, brilliant. So much fun. 30-year-old uh, episode. Right? Oh, God. Perfectly. 
some things do age well, it turns out, including me. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm oh. looking at the rest of these, and it looks uh, like these are uh, a lot more uh, comments than questions. So I'm going to read a few of these that, that I got a that I got a kick out of. Uh, Cassius three three five says placebo and nocebo sound like uh, different branches of the same Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. The lurking writer says, "Doctor B, do you have a secondary slash extra career as a stand-up comedian and or motivational speaker? Because I feel very much like you'd be successful at it." <laughs> I I'm with you there. Yeah, we, uh, we've joked that we've people have joked about that in terms of me having a motivational speaking career and or starting a cult. I haven't decided. What, it's kind of a coin. What toss. about if you were a motivational comedian? <laughs> motivational comedian yeah instead of an insult mm. comic you're there to lift everybody up by the end of the show i actually used to know a therapist who was also a comedian and he ran this great little project um in bc called stand up for mental health oh um, david grenier if you're listening just let's, saying let's hi chat. oh that sounds <laughs> yeah. fascinating yeah it was years to, ago i would love to talk to them it's very cool yeah uh, the real. No, if I ever did, if I ever did that, it would mostly be me talking about my experiences being autistic and how weird neurotypical people are, because <laughs> y'all are weird. Y'all are I weird. mean, fair. I'm not going to disagree, but we're all weird in all kinds of ways. I will throw that in. Um, yeah, good enough. Uh, I the the say it again. This last one I'm gonna read is from uh, the real bunny beast. A reinforcer, uh, a reinforcer sounds like a mob guy that comes back and shakes you down a second time. (laughs) 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 Well, we've had we've enforced you once, we're gonna reinforce you now. Um, that's a nice uh, second leg you got there. That's a nice second (laughs) leg you got. Um, oh, wait. Oh yeah, no. Actually, th- th- this one I'm gonna go out on. Uh, Adventures of uh, Adventures of Tony. I'm currently struggling with commitment, so I decided to do uh, 30 day challenges instead of year long resolutions. That's fantastic. That's great. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I think the idea of trialing something is actually really great, and yeah. it takes the pressure off you. Um, see how it's going with eating hey, X or uh, walking me, that, or whatever. Does that resolution come with a demo? I would like a demo of that right? resolution. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, friends, I think that is all the time that we got this week to talk about uh, the champions of psychology. I don't know where I'm going with that one. Where can people find you if they would like to do so on the internet? <laughs> they can find me on my website at mitrajordan.com. They can certainly also find me on Twitter at mitrajordan. Yeah. But... Uh, this guy is available everywhere. I, available Hello? is a questionable phrase. Okay, uh, okay, fine. You didn't I'm like around. that? I thought it was good enough. Um, <laughs> I, it, it, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Um, <laughs> another thing that I try and drill into my head for, you know, avoiding perfection. Well, we're going to improve it. We're going to workshop it. Um, I am, I'm around I, on all the social medias at uh, the Dr. B, that's T-H-E-E-D-O-C-T-O-R, B as in boy, and you can see that right below me. And uh, also make sure to follow Take This at Take This Org on all of the relevant socials, because that really, that's, that's really who you should be following instead of me. You should be following both. Follow both. Yeah. 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 No, I, and yes, uh, I, I get around. Uh, as as a way down on the list thing to follow, you can follow me on Twitter at the Trevor. There's an A hiding in there. You can find all of the way too many podcasts that I've mentioned on here already that I do. 
Uh, but uh, thank you to uh, to uh, Codename Entertainment and Take This for giving us an opportunity to have these discussions. And thank you to Jay and Martin for moderating the chat and day and doing a fantastic job. Legitimately couldn't do the show without you because I can't read chat that fast. Uh, if you missed any part of this show, you can catch it later today as a podcast on your favorite podcast service. Uh, and if you have any suggestions for future topics, you can send them into championpsychology at codenameentertainment.com. And actually, uh, on that uh, note, I'm going to say something real quick. Next week is our last episode of season four. I know, the, the, the times and stuff got mixed up. So we're gonna, next week's gonna be the last episode of season four. We're gonna take a quick two week break and we're gonna come back with season five. So this is the good time to start sending in those topic suggestions. You can send them into the email or you can send them to us at our Twitter accounts and we'll make a little list and write them down and everything like that. Uh, next week's episode, it, we are actually going to be going back through our questions doc and answering old questions from all seasons so all seasons uh so we might answer uh one of yours from a long time ago or and when i say that i mean a year because we've only been doing this year how have we only been doing this a year anywho listen i know time with me stands still uh, you don't need to remind me of that thank you trevor <laughs> no problem uh but i have that... no concept of time <laughs> Uh, that's going to do it, uh, uh, for us today. Uh, Bardic Inspiration is off this week. Uh, the only stream we have today on CNE is Bushwhacker Weekly later this afternoon. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week's episode. So until next week, take care of yourself. Bye. Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment.